My name is Mark Karski. I love you guys. Give it up for Mark Karski, making it look easy. What's going on, guys? 46th set. It is fucking April 19th. Set number 46, going to Josephine's. Uh, so I'm gonna be talking about, it's not a shotgun round or anything like that, so it's like where I have planned stuff now. Like I have an act ready to go. <coughs> Shit I wanna talk about, and it's just um, pretty much just bullet points of things I wanna talk about. Like uh, I'll be saying like, so my cousins, I'll, I'll talk about like how my cousins are uh, gonna die soon, how it's a good thing, because uh, he got the death penalty for killing four women. And then I'll probably like joke about the name of the guy because he like he's a Hollywood Ripper and he killed more people than just in just Hollywood. So it's like those bitches didn't matter or anything like that. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll figure it out. <laughs> and then how this one girl said I looked like I was gonna kill her. Uh, Colin, the guy who runs, he, who does the God mic and the lights on Mondays at the Comedy Shrine, told me to tell the murderer thing before I say that if some girl said I look like I'm gonna kill her, and then I go probably could. Uh, that happened in Chicago. And I usually just say, hey, like, yeah, you can't wait to fuck this up, because, like, uh, terrible with women. Usually joke right there, something like that. Let's see what else I got written down here. Uh, on the way there, I don't really go over it too much, really. I, got, I just uh, listen to music, get my, my mind right. Oh, that thought about dropping the soap, like, I've been keeping up and stuff, like, the... I was in the shower and I dropped the soap, and I was like, do they really wait? But I was gonna rape that guy but his hand-eye coordination, something like that. Got another thought about dogs, always just doing things based off of instinct, like like waking my dog up and just throwing one of his toys, like he just instinctfully has to run after the bone and he's just like, no, not again, or something. Like I wouldn't know what the dog would yell, that would be funny. Um, bring up the red flags about what that bitch I always bring up, like she asked if Illinois was in Chicago, favorite restaurant was Right Force Cafe. Likes being called a bitch. When she was leaving, she told me to wipe cum on her face. So they know she's a little slut. And I'm gonna be like, you, you're gonna tell them? And that's what I usually say after that. And I, I always keep forgetting to say, and it wasn't cute like Simba. It was like war paint. Or should I be like, it was like Braveheart war paint. I think it's just be like, it wasn't cute like Simba. It was like war paint. I'll do like a hand motion or whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna be pretty much the act. It's like not a big crowd or anything like that. It's literally like the max would be 20 people and the majority of that would be comedians. Uh, but it's a good time, good hang, nice place. It feels like a basement, it's a cool bar, cool people. The, the hosts are awesome, TJ and Chris. Uh, Chris's voice is the one that's in the beginning of my videos. Shout out to him and them, they got a podcast called uh, Once Upon a Tome, and they do like D&D and stuff. I don't really know much about that stuff, but it's, so it's inherently compelling when they're pretending to be wizards. I'm like, how do you know what to do? It's, I don't know. It's interesting, check it out. They're cool, all right, love you guys, can't wait. I was a little anxious before I was leaving the house, but now I'm feeling better the farther I leave the house, because like it's just a good thing. It's net positive type shit going to stand up. Even if it goes bad, you know, because like, uh, it's just an open mic. You're not gonna die. Bombing's good. I, I didn't do too well yesterday and I feel fine. But I'm super grateful to be doing this. Uh, it's what I've wanted, be, wanted to be doing, so happy. Alright, love you guys. Mwah.
your parole officer. Your invitation was back, where I was like, did she turn you against me yet? And now for the multi-aesthetic experience portion of the comedy open mic. What is that? Activate your olfactory senses. Breathe in deep for the finest smelling comic this side of the equator. It's the hilarious Mark Karski! Oh my god, that's my favorite compliment. I love it. Okay. How are you guys doing? You guys doing good? That's good, okay. Uh, on Easter I found out my cousin's gonna die. Which which is a good thing. It's cool. Because he uh he got the death penalty. My cousin. So uh does anybody know who the Hollywood Ripper is? Have you guys heard of that guy? No, tell us. Well, he killed four people oh, no. and we're blood related. Uh one of them was Ashton Kutcher's girlfriend, so I think that's what guy, like, it was on TV and shit. Um, <laughs> two of the girls worked from Hollywood. Like they were like in Glenview, but they're like Hollywood. They were important. Make sure people know the Glenview Ripper doesn't really hold the news title. But uh, my mom's like, don't tell anybody. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking tell everybody. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Women love murderers. Right, is that true women? You guys like love? It's a thing, some do. It's like putting a backboard on pussy, dude. I need that. You know, just bank it in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm terrible with women. My uh, homie was talking to a chick in Chicago, calls me over, and I'm like, dude, can't wait to fuck this up. I don't know what to say at all. She's like, you look like you're gonna kill me. And I was like, yeah, I probably could. <laughs> oh my god. Runs in the family. Huh. Did not get her number, it ended. It ended right there, the relationship. I didn't kill her, but she just did not want to continue further. I was wearing gold teeth and looking like this. I look like a Halloween version of Post Malone. It's very frightening. <laughs> very jarring for some women. Uh, have you guys, so is this real when you drop the soap in the shower, they actually fuck you in the ass? Is that a real thing? Does anybody know, do you know Chris? <laughs> why, would you, why would I know? Yeah, you're, just, you're just closest to me, that's why. <laughs> yeah, in proximity, so nobody knows. Because I was thinking, I dropped the soap, and I was like, there's no way they would just, they would wait to fuck you. Like, they're going to fuck you. They're going to fuck you. That's kind of courteous. If you got good hand-eye coordination, you're good, dude. I've been practicing in the shower. <laughs> you know those things that look like you could like finger them, those little, it was like, uh, they're really slippery. What are those toys? It looked like you could fuck it, it looked like a kid's flashlight. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. yeah. It has like the gel inside. Just practice with one of those. You really got a picture of a kid's flashlight. What an image, oh my God. <laughs> okay, I say kid's flashlight and I read red flags? Yeah, absolutely. Let me know if these are red flags from a girl, okay? She asked me if Illinois was inside of Chicago. Hell yeah, I still fuck her. I did. I was like, yeah, it's good. I can't like disagree with the hot girl. I'm like, yeah, no, it's kind of, it's kind of in there, I guess. It, ble it bleeds in, you know? Uh, her favorite restaurant? Rainforest Cafe. Is that a red flag? I think fucking absolutely. So we're two for two. Baseball three, you're out. But for me, it could just keep going. It's not gonna stop. I can't take points off the scoreboard if I think you're gonna fuck me. Um, <laughs> she liked being called bitch. 
That's not a red flag. That's pretty cool. That's pretty science. <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> right up my alley. I was like, why would you reinforce this behavior? This is wild. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Before she left my apartment, she was like, I want you to wipe cum on my face. Whoa. Yeah, so they know I'm a little slut. I was like, you're going to tell them? They don't scan for cum at the airport. But uh, it wasn't like a cute, like, Simba. It was like war paint, dude. It was fucking post-nut clarity and agreeing to that. I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> That's my Me Too story. Uh, I appreciate you guys. My name is Mark Christ. I love you guys. Yo, episode 47? Ah, shit. 46 or 47 of the uh, the comedian. This is the podcast portion. Man, yeah, see, I, I had a feeling I would eventually start not remembering the episode number, uh, but that's not good. I'm, I'll remember. I'm just high right now. That's my excuse. Um, so how did the set go? Is it Josephine's? I just watched it probably about an hour ago and then walked around and smoked a joint. So let's see what I remember. Now, I wrote down a couple notes, actually. Nothing too crazy. I mean, like, um, like the red flags uh, is good. There's something there. Um, like when I ask about like if these are red flags, I think I could like uh, add a tag in with the um, Rainforest Cafe, expand on that a little bit, maybe describe her a little bit. Uh, that'd be funny. Uh, the liked being called a bitch. And right, instead of saying that's a red flag, I go, no, that's kind of tight. I like that. I, I like where I went with that. Um, I also wrote down punch up cousin killer into talking to the girl where she goes, you look like you're going to kill me. That actually happened. But Colin, the guy on the God mic at the Comedy Shrine, gave me that note to put the murder before, like my cousin murderer, true as well, before the talking to the girl where I say, yeah, I probably could kill you type thing. She goes, uh, you look like you're going to kill me. And I go, probably could. Um, so this is a room with just pretty much just comedians, maybe four people, including the staff that aren't. So there's like 15 max, I would say, people there. Um, it's a good place to, I would say like a lot of these places, it seems like are good places just to run through material and like get the rhythm for it and stuff and get ready for a good crowd, I guess. I'm not really sure, you know, like, cause I was about to say, when do crowds always get consistently good? But I guess that's, it's never guaranteed type shit, but I guess the higher up you get, the more people there are and laughing is contagious and stuff like that. I went and saw a show yesterday at the Vixen uh, hosted by AJ. Me and him did a podcast with uh, Rudy. You guys can watch that on this channel. Uh, it was, it's called Before the Mic. Check that out at the Comedy Shrine. Uh, it's a podcast they have. Uh, he hosted. It was good. It was a good time. The, everybody was great. It was about the place is cool, too. It was about 30, I think 30 people. It was a good time. Uh, like, I think they might have open mics there, so I definitely want to go. It's close. It's like 20-ish minutes. I was like, holy shit. I'm so used to just driving an hour, man. But I definitely need to find a way to, because it's more like a good story and surprising than it is funny talking about my murderer cousin. So I need to figure out funny parts in that. Right, if they laugh at when I go, my mom says, don't tell anybody. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking tell everybody. I think it's also funny when I say being a murderer is like putting a backboard on pussy or something like that. I like the putting a backboard on pussy. I think that's hilarious. Um, I heard that I got a couple laughs. I mean, it's hard to gauge really like if it's good or not. 
uh, especially, I, like, I don't know if I've told these jokes before, but like if, like if I go again to this place and tell the same jokes again, like everybody's going to be the same people there. Um, but if it's all comics, we're all like when something's funny, I usually just go, you know, um, and we're usually just thinking about our sets and shit like that. It's a good time. Good hand, good people. Um, I just need to work on the finding the places that are funny. Like what, like I, I got last before when I talked about pointing him out in like a wedding book, they're like, yep, that's your murderer cousin right there. That was a week after his first murder. Don't tell anybody about this. That might be funny. I like that. Just put that after my mom said, don't tell anybody about this. After I first bring it up right away, I could say my mom said, don't tell anybody about it, which is, I think might be funny. The quickness I, since I brought it up and telling them right away that she said not to, you got it. That's fucking, even if I didn't do this, that would, that's still the most interesting thing about me. <laughs> that's good too. We'll see. I'm not going to write these little tags. I'm kind of like when they come to me, if I remember them and stuff like that. Um, I could do a shotgun round at the shrine tonight, but I'm not gonna, cause like most people tell those are usually just more of a Monday thing. So I'm just going to be, um, probably working on this set again. Um, I, so it's going to go talk about killer cousin into girls saying, I look like I'm going to kill her. Then talking about the red flags. Maybe I can tie that into them, like not getting the red flags about my cousin. I don't know. There's, I think there's something there also when I say there's, um, he's the Hollywood Ripper, but like out of the four kills, only two of them were in Hollywood. It's just like the other girls don't matter. They're just like, right time, wrong place. That's what I always think. Right time, wrong place. I wonder if that'll be funny. Right time, wrong. That's hard to remember though. Right time, wrong place. Yeah, it'll be very hard to remember on stage. I'm going to have to write that down because I'm not even going to forget it when I'm writing it as bullet points. Um, Uh, wait, right time, wrong. Right time, wrong place. Okay, yeah. See, that's fucking just, for some reason, hard to remember. Um, Maybe it's just like the way the words are worded. Because like you think about the first word, you start thinking about the second word, and they're similar. So the first words kind of get mixed in together. You can tell comedians do that. Like with uh, when they're thinking about their next sentence and the first, when they're doing the set, like uh, that would lead up to the next sentence, part of the next sentence will come through. Cause you can hear, you can tell they're thinking about the next sentence. Cause they'll say part of the next sentence in their sentence. Um, I think that has to do with going over like a script and going over like word for word. Type shit. I, th- I have a feeling. Like, I saw a lot of posts. Somebody asked today. They're like, how do you guys write? I wrote, uh, I write down bullet points, talk about what I want to talk about. I just, I just go off the bullet points about things I want to talk about. And then I w- watch every set. And then I write down what does work and write down what needs work. A lot of people were saying they used to go at word by word. And then it sounded like a script. And then like, I think that's just like how I think people just need to get out of that. I think I had, since I used to do that, um, I quickly got out of that for like, for some reason, um, or just real, really realizing that doesn't work for me. And like, it's not like the script is terrible. Maybe because like I had that old YouTube channel too, where I was, it was scripted and stuff and it sounded like shit, but I think that's just like a common, common thing, a common, uh, I'm trying to find the right word, just like a common trait amongst open micers is they will be 
all kind of sound like a script and all kind of have a similar rhythm and shit like that. But it's going good. I'm having a good time with it. Like even um, even if it's hard to watch or like seems like jokes aren't working, I'm not like freaking out on stage. I'm kind of just like, like whatever. Like, you know, it's just like, it's like going to the gym. It's, it is literally like going to the gym. You're working out. You're going there. You have to do tons and tons of sets for it to even matter. So like, like five minutes of jokes not working out of like the entirety of how long you're going to have to be trying to do this isn't the biggest fucking deal. You know what I'm saying? But hmm, I think that's about it for what I got for this podcast portion. I'm not going to just talk to just talk. So I appreciate you so much for watching and or listening. It streams everywhere audio wise. Um, if you want to support this comedic journey, we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash winebox poppy. I also have a Patreon podcast that's going on there. I'll be recording a new one of those soon, but if you can't or don't want to, I totally understand. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Let's get that algorithm going, baby. I love you. Mwah.